from the NFL. We know the Browns have talent, but I'm not sold on this rookie head coach. To the NBA. Kawhi Leonard has added his name as one of the best players in basketball. Across the landscape of college football. The Pac-12 got how many teams in the top 25? And so much more. Boxing needs a Dana White. It has too many chefs in the kitchen. The stories you want. The Zeke Elliott holdout could be coming to a close. The opinions you need. LeBron is coming back with revenge on his mind. The king is back. It's Jay Wise. I keep telling y'all my last name is no joke. And Nathan Drinkard. If they don't win this game, it's a wrap. Stick a fork in them. They're done. This is A Drink of Wisdom. Welcome to A Drink of Wisdom. With Jay Wise and Nathan Drinkard, I'm your host, Cody Ward. Thanks for sending some of your time with us tonight. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? Super Bowl 54 preview. And, hey, the last segment, got a treat for the listeners. Yeah. Mmm, what's going on, man? I can't wait to see this treat. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, listeners. I don't know what it is. It's like you don't know what it is. So I'm, I'm waiting to see, too. Well, in episode 43, we're going to discuss the NBA All-Star Game, including the reserves, the game's new format, and the surprise, of course, is Jay and Drake are going to put their team captain jerseys on and draft their very own all-star teams. Well, there goes the surprise. Three seconds yeah, later. We ain't, we ain't burying the lead around here, guys. <laughs> we ain't about that. We ain't about that clickbait stuff. But you know what we are about? We're about getting to the the uh, Super Bowl first, guys. The world's going to tune in Sunday night for Super Bowl 54. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers in the first Super Bowl between the teams. Chiefs looking for their first Super Bowl win in 50 years. While well, the 49ers look to tie the Steelers and Pats' NFL record of six rings. Chiefs high-flying offense is a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the 49ers' rush attack and defense. It's a battle featuring former MVPs, breakout stars, and different football philosophies. So it's simple, Drink. Who wins and why? Well, you know, I think this question can be answered with two different answers. The first one, I'm going to say the fans and the spectators, we, we should win. And Why? Because it ain't the Patriots and the Rams. I mean, let's be real. We see the Super Bowl last year, and that was the young snooze fence, all right? Um, that was about as boring as the Super Bowl is out of Washington quite a long time. Now, to answer the question realistically, I'm going with the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Because I feel like as good as the 49ers defense is, you can break contain. And if Patrick Mahomes gets the break contain, it's going to go down. It's going to be the 4th of July. He's going to find somebody down the field. And, look, we see dust in this playoffs that maybe he won't find nobody down the field. Maybe he might just use his own legs. Who knows? So, with that said, I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to make enough plays, whether, whether it's with his arm or his leg, that they can win this game. Because, listen, I think the Chiefs' defense also is going to make Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball more. Now, no, you can have speculation that, you know, the reason Jimmy Garoppolo don't throw the ball as much is because he hasn't had to. And that's true. San Francisco has dominated all, what, all three games they've played thus far. So I think this will be the first game where San Francisco is going to play and they're going to get pushed. Like, they're going to get uncomfortable. Let me say that. They're going to get uncomfortable. They won't be able to settle into a groove and, you know, run the ball this many times or pass the ball on the downs that we want to pass the ball on. I think Kansas City will force them to do do some things to make them uncomfortable. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. 
I'm not saying when I make my Patrick Mahomes point, I'm not saying like San Francisco is going to get sent, you know, smacked down and Mahomes going to throw for 500 yards and Tariq Hill, he going to go out here and put up three tubs and then go try for the Olympics. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's going to be moments where that defense is going to break down and he's going to find the right person and he's going to make the right play. Listen, I've been hearing all this, hey, oh, Richard Sherman ain't going to let that crowd go down, baby. He a true leader. He getting these boys ready. If you don't say, I mean, well, I guess Kansas City just got some scrubs out there, huh? They just ain't going to be ready to play. Hey, Travis Kelsey, pack it up. Don't worry about it. Hey, Demetrius Robinson, you hear that? You got to get up out of here, too. Miko! Yeah. You, you coming out today? Because evidently Richard Sherman going to have the boys ready to play. Look, I got much respect for the 49ers defense. But ain't no way in. You're going to tell me that Richard Sherman and Richard Sherman alone going to be able to make this happen. That front seven better be ready to um, put a punch on. Because just Tyreek Hill is about to give him a whirlwind. And then when you add Miko Harmon, Demetrius Robinson, and the, and the nightcapper himself, Travis Kelsey, hey, this is going to be something. This is going to be something. And you notice, I ain't even said nothing about the run game. You know why? Because it might or might not show. I don't know. But if it does, it's a bonus. If it doesn't, well, Patrick Mahomes about to give give us that old Hall of Fame moment right now. So with with all that said, look, man, I'm going with the Chiefs. Um. Uh, I'm I'm going more of a 24-17 game. I, I, that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to go with the Chiefs 24-17. And, you know, I think Mahomes get it done. I think Andy Reid finally get it done as well. Let me let me put that out there. Andy Reid get it done again. And, you know, I know Kyle Shanahan said he learned from the last time he was in the Super Bowl and it didn't quite go well. But I think this will be a different scenario for him. So, yeah, I'm going with Kansas City. Yeah, to your first point, the uh the winner in this uh in the Super Bowl is as always gonna be the commercials. This is the only night that, you know, just casual people are gonna tune in for commercials. Some some people are gonna watch this game and it's just oh, the commercials on? Let me go ahead and sit down. Oh I, I oh football's on I'll, I'll be back in a few minutes. But listen, uh to the game itself, uh I reached the same conclusion as you. I I like the Kansas City Chiefs in this game, but boy, I, I I spent about the whole week going back and forth on this game. There's a lot to like in what the San Francisco 49ers bring to the table. You can make the great argument that they could be the most complete team in the league with what they do. And But with all that being said, you look at the quarterback position, and this is different than it was last week with Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo because Patrick Mahomes, he no doubt is the best quarterback in the league. And he's got a lot more help than Aaron Rodgers does. So the 49ers, they will get put in more uncomfortable situations. I don't think they're going to be able to just sit back and Jimmy G is going to be able to hand the ball, hand the ball off every play. He's going to have to make some plays. Uh, now that doesn't mean the 49ers won't have success running the football because that, I think a great argument can be that they will have success. But I just, when I just look at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensively, as stout as the 49ers are, on the defensive side, especially with the way they rush the passer and defend the pass on the back end. I mean, you're, it's just going to be one of those situations where I don't believe the 49ers are going to be able to 
the Chiefs are going to the, the Chiefs are going to score points, and they're going to. With that being said, the 49ers are going to be able to. They're going to need to throw the ball. And look, the the key matchup for me in this game there's a, there's a couple of them. When the Chiefs when the Chiefs have the football, I'm look. We know about that pass rush with what the 49ers have with Nick Bosa, Buckner, and Armstead and those boys. I think when you look at the outside guys for Kansas City at the tackles, Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, I think those two that's one of the better duos in the league. So I'm not I'm not all that concerned about the outside pressure, but I'm looking on the interior, the guys rushing up the middle. Can they push the pocket on Mahomes and make him um, make him uncomfortable in that way with Buckner or Armstead or whoever it may be? If they can, that that'll serve the Forty Nineers very well because. I think he's do, too good, he's too mobile, and he will break contain on you if all your pressure is coming from the outside. And those tackles, I think they're good enough to get the job to get the job done. On the other side, I think the one guy to look out for for the Chiefs defense against this Kansas City against this 49er offense is Tyron Matthew, the safety, who's been playing. He's had a whale of a year. He's had a great postseason, and he'll probably be the the, the eighth man in the box down there. Trying to stop the run, whether whether it's Raheem Mostert, whether it's Tevin Coleman or Matt Breida, and look, they're going to need an eighth guy down there. And in the end, it's going to come down to can Jimmy Garoppolo make enough plays to go step for step with Patrick Mahomes? He's got the weapons to do it. He's got Emmanuel Sanders, he's got Debo Samuel, and he's got George Kittle. So they're going to be one on one opportunities. Can he make enough plays? That's the big question because. There's no question about it. Patrick Mahomes is going to make plays. You may be able to contain him, but you're not going to be able to stop him. You're not going to be able to stop Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Sammy Watkins. The list goes on and on with how many weapons they have, and including, you mentioned the running game. I, I don't know if the running game is a huge factor, but in the passing game, the running back, Damian Williams, he will be a factor, and he'll be another guy to watch out for. In the end, I think this is a high-scoring game. And I, I like Kansas City along the lines of 38-34. Mm. I'm, I'm going to actually agree with both y'all, and I do think Kansas City should be the favorite in this game. Uh, if you boil down everything else, you know, strategies and whatever else, you know, I'm just going to go with the better quarterback. I mean, that's most football games is what you want to do. And I, I think that, uh, you know, Mahomes is the better quarterback. But there are some really interesting matchups, you know. So the biggest question I have is – for the Chiefs, you know, we saw them do what we thought was seemingly becoming impossible, which is stopping the Titans' rushing attack. You know, they were the first team that actually did that. Now, they did it by stacking the box, you know, single high safety, and pretty much leaving their corners on islands and bringing everybody inside. Well, that worked well against the Titans because there was really no threat of a passing attack. And we know that the 49ers, although it's not their favorite thing to do, they can sure do it if they need to, like you just said, Jay. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs sort of go about doing that and how they attack this a little bit different rushing attack. It's a very good rushing attack, but instead of that, you know, the Titans rushing attack, which is basically we're going to just bulldoze you over, Henry's going to get the ball, make one cut, and he's just going to run at you. And just whatever happens, happens, good luck. The, the, the 49ers don't do that. They have this more of a zone run kind of thing where they do a lot of jet sweeps and they bring a lot of motion and they do a lot of things with they put like Juszczyk and Kittle on the field at the same time and they run these packages where there's multiple blockers that are moving in a different location. So it's going to be a it's going to be a challenge for the Chiefs. I don't think they they played a very different version of that when they played the Titans. So I'm, my question basically for that is can especially their middle linebackers can they actually keep up with that keep up with the motion and be in the right place to make the right play 
And for the 49ers, it's, hey, can your front four get pressure? Kind of like y'all were talking about, you know. One of the things we saw when the Chiefs had those brief periods of not having success, it was man coverage and pressure, and that was working. Can y'all do that? You know, the San Francisco, they like their cover three, they like their zones, and ooh, that's that's it's that's tricky against Kansas City, man. There's too much speed on the field. They like to take and put all the receivers on one side, they put Kelsey on the other, and they say, Hey, good luck. <laughs> Have fun. And uh it, it's it's hard to do both because, you know, Richard Sermon's your best player in your secondary, but he can't be everywhere at the same time. Do you leave him on an island with Kelsey? Do you put him on the other side and let, you know, Mosley or Witherspoon go after him? Uh it's gonna be hard, but I think if uh, the Chiefs, as long as they don't, as long as they can keep a little bit of pace of the run game and they can do what they do, I think they're going to have the better chance to win this game. I think San Francisco is going to have to do some fun stuff. But, hey, if they can get some throws downfield and they can keep that Chiefs defense kind of guessing and they can keep pace, that defense, you can get a little bit of a lead. That 49ers defense can be the difference, and they could pull it off. But it's going to be a really close game. I'd probably take Kansas City somewhere, like y'all said, in the upper 30s, probably say 37 to 30, 32, something like that. It's going to be one possession. It's going to be a really fun game. Can't wait for it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You you said something about Witherspoon. Let me tell you something. Witherspoon come out here with that crap we just seen earlier in the playoffs. Let me tell you right now, he's going to be looking like A.J. Terrell in the national championship. That, that ain't going to fly. Tell and, you that right now. And there uh-huh. – and there are- and therein lies one of the issues that we know the 49ers, as you mentioned, they play more zone defense than any other team in the league. And that's why getting that pressure is so important because when you, if you're going to devote extra guys to bring pressure, then it is going to force you to play more man coverage. And I don't think the San Francisco 49ers have the personnel on the back end to match up man for man. They're going to need to, that, and that's again, that's why that pressure is going to be so important because if you can't get pressure, you're going to get picked apart. Yeah, and that, that's an interesting uh, consideration because you have Akella Witherspoon, who had a had a really rough playoff so far. But Emmanuel Mosley, he's a young guy. I mean, he's not have a lot. He doesn't have a lot of experience in these big games. And Witherspoon's a bigger player. He's about the same size as Sherman, roughly. So you've got a bit bigger guy that can go be more physical with these receivers or with Kelsey, whichever one you got him on. But do you trust who's giving you more production? with Mosley and been better overall, or do you go with a little bit more experience, a little bit bigger guy in Witherspoon? So that's just one of the, hey, the many matchups that are in this game. Hey, let, let's be real. All three of them going to be on the field. Like, there's going right. to be at least three wide receivers on there, so they all going to play and they all going to get tested. Yeah, they're going to play more of a dime package for sure. There's going to be some DBs on there for sure. Oh, we'll find out. It's going to be exciting, and hey, not going to have to watch the Patriots, so count me in. <laughs> all right fellows let's bring it over to the nba the all-star game reserves were announced yesterday for each conference unlike the starters who are selected by fans players and the media the reserves are filled by coaches and consist of three front court players two guards and two wild cards guys such as jimmy butler and ben simmons headlined the east while demi and lillard and russell westbrook were selected from the west there are rumblings of snubs, however, notably players like Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. You guys were mostly pleased with the, with the starting lineups last week. Do you feel the same about same way about the reserves, Jay? I gotta I gotta get this out of the way from the jump. The more I read into this All Star game, the more confused I get. Two wild cards? What is this NFL playoffs? I thought we just watched those. Listen, th- these reserves. For the most part, 
when I look at these reserves, I, I think every guy that got selected, it, it's not like I look at any of these guys and say, oh, that guy, he don't deserve to be an all-star. That's not what I'm saying. I, th- I think every one of these guys on some level is absolutely deserving of their selections. I, I'm just looking at guys, and you mentioned them. I, I think Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, I, I would I would have found a spot for those guys on this team. I mean, Bradley Beal, the guy's averaging 29 on 45% shooting, and he's giving you six assists. Uh, Devin Booker, he's giving you 27 on 51, 51% shooting from a guy who primarily – gets his shots on the perimeter, and he's also giving you six assists. Uh, one thing that's interesting, and I, I told you this, this, I told you this earlier, only three guys on this entire All-Star roster from both sides come from teams with losing records. Trey Young, and then you got two guys from the West, Damian Lillard and Brandon Ingram. I just find that very interesting, and I was not aware – Maybe I just haven't been paying attention for many years, but I was unaware that winning had this much of an impact on all-star selections. And I get, I I will say that the reserves are strictly picked by the coaches. So is it possible that coaches, maybe they value uh, guys that are playing on winning teams? I think that's something that we could take into consideration and that could be a factor. But when I look at Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, and I look, I think at the all-star game, I'm thinking more along the lines of individual success. And when I look at Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I would take Devin Booker over Brandon Ingram. I would take Devin Booker over Chris Paul. And in the East, I would take Bradley Beal over the likes of Kyle Lowry. And, but, I mean, again, that's not to say that any of these guys are not deserving. Chris Paul, Brandon Ingram, they've had great seasons. And Kyle Lowry's had a really good season. Uh, Outside of that, 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 that we got some obvious ones in here. Jimmy Butler, we talked about him last week. This is a guy who had a great argument of uh, being a starter and and pending Joel Embiid's health. If he doesn't get healthy, Jimmy Butler will will start the game. Chris Middleton, this is a guy, look, the Bucs are 41-6. It'd just be hard to believe. I, I talked about... Uh, when, being being on a winning team and rewarding players that are on winning teams, forty one and six, and only one guy could be on the team. I mean, that, that'd be hard to believe. So Chris Middleton, as well as he's played lately, giving you twenty points. His shooting line is fifty forty ninety. We, we know how impressive that is as a statistic. Jason Tatum, first time All Star. Shout out to Drink for getting that one correct at the beginning of the season. It's been a tough year on predictions from time to time, but hey, he nailed that one. And a lot of first, a lot of first timers on this uh, that have been selected: Brandon Ingram, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jason Tatum. How about Sabonis from Indiana? How well they play without Victor Oladipo? Bam Adebayo as well, sixteen points, ten, re- 10 rebounds. This is uh, it's, you can you can kind of see a little bit of a turn a little bit of changing of the guard as far as the older guys, now a bunch of young guys, including we talked about the starters last week, two second-year guys starting the All-Star game and Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Again, overall, not a huge problem. I just do think there are a few snubs that are worth mentioning, such as Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. Jake, uh, I think your mic's, yeah, your mic's muted. 
Sorry about that. It was muted. Uh, little technical difficulty there. Uh, but yeah, look, listen, I'm, I'm agree with Jay for most part. The, the snubs, um, you know, I don't, I don't really disagree with him. Now, I do think, hey, listen, Bradley Bell didn't make it. And I think one of the things with the Eastern Conference was this. The, like, the Eastern Conference was like, to me, kind of, it was thin. You can kind of tell with the starters and the, the, the bench, like, it was kind of thin and they started reaching for straws. Look, listen here. Kyle Larry, what, what, what are we talking about here? This dude is just, he slides in every year. And I, I had to go back and look on YouTube to see what he did that was. Kyle Larry, he, this dude is slippery. He needs to change his name to Bar Soap because he slides in here every year. I haven't seen like he don't he barely show up when the team make it in the postseason. I know that I know the All Star game is about what he do in the regular season, but I just don't I don't be I don't see it. I I don't see it. I'm not, I do wear glasses, so it's from time to time it's hard to see certain stuff. But listen, I, I, I you you gonna give me. What has he done that Bradley Bill hasn't done? I got to know this. Why do he keep sliding in? Yo, usually Bradley Bill is an all-star, so we don't really have this exact argument. But it's just like, come on, man. What is, is it because I don't even – Toronto's not even the best team in the East. So I don't – you can't give me all that top team. So we gave – I know it's thin, but you couldn't – all right, whatever, man. So – Bar so you know that was a bit of a mis misconception there. I don't I don't know why he got in and Bradley Bill didn't get in. All right, whatever, cool. And then you know Jay brought up um Devin Booker. Now the guy that I wanted to see get in, I ain't losing a whole bunch of sleep that he didn't get in because I know if he continue at the 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 angle that he's going, he'll be in next year. Luka Doncic and Trey Young gave me hope. Like a guy can get in in the second year. Now only can he get selected in his second year, he can be a starter in his second year. So all he got to do is keep doing what he's doing, keep progressing on his game. And that guy's John Morant. I thought John Morant, he, I think he's playing fantastic. He got the Memphis Grizzlies at 500. Let's be real here. After they traded away Mike Conley, we thought this team is about dead as a doorknob. He brought this team alive. And look, I like watching Memphis. I, I think that that young talent there, they, they can get some things done, you know. Even though they want to take, you know, three pointers when the game over, but you see how they where they get you. So look, I thought I thought John Morant was gonna be in. He didn't get in. It's fine. I don't I couldn't tell you the last time a rookie made the all-star game. So I think th- that would get fixed in the in the future. But look, all in all, other than um bar soap, that that was the only disagreement I really had. I got a hey, Cody. I got one question. Yeah. Can you clear this yes. up? Did Ben Simmons? Did Ben Simmons make this team as a guard? Uh, I oh man, I don't know if I still have that up or not. I want to say he was. I got you. Oh, he did make it as a guard. Him and Kyle Lowry were the guards. Middleton and Tatum were the wild cards. That's a travesty. <laughs> you can't make it as a guard and not and just be allergic to a jump shot. That's that's a joke. He does other. It's a new stuff. new NBA. New NBA. 
Yeah, the, the, the debate is interesting when we talk about All-Stars. It's not really just even in the NBA. It's just games in general when we talk about the individual versus the team and how much the team's success. I mean, you're never going to see an MVP in the NFL on a trash team and so on and so forth. And I think one of the things you – they kind of need to be linked together. It's not just about, like, your individual success, because, like, Bradley Beal, I think, is a decent example. Okay, yeah, 28 points per game, almost 29. But have you ever looked at a Wizards box score this season? They allow – I'm not kidding y'all. I don't know how the exact number, but they have to be allowing 120 points per game. I mean, I've seen – Milwaukee just put 151 on them in regulation without Giannis. I mean, it's it's silly. Like, they are literally – I don't even know if they go past half court. I think they just watch the other team go score, and then one of them runs down there and throws the ball back. It's it's <laughs> horrendous. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, you can put up 28 points with 16 wins getting blown out every night by 30 points anyway when you score 130. And I have to factor that in versus, you know, in the East, you have some of these guys who are, yeah, less points, 21, 24, but – that's in winning efforts in games that are close when you're playing defense, you know. I have a hey, I have a question. I need to get this in. <laughs> so the, the Wizards don't play no defense. I got it. All the more reason to put him in the All Star game. You know that game is nothing about defense. Slot him on in there with Bar So. Hey, hey, more. And the way I see it is, the less defense you play, the more you're going to have to score. And the more you're scoring, like, it, I don't know, just, everything just seems so inflated when you watch a game like that. And I think that's the problem with some of these teams that are just aren't winning games. It's, those numbers cannot, they're, they're, they can be misleading, you know? So I, I, I can see where they're coming from, although I would agree. I, I, some dude like Kyle Lowry, like, uh, okay, like, he, that's kind of a name. I know the coaches did these, they ain't supposed to be names, but we know that he's kind of getting there on his name alone or, Ben Simmons doing all the non three port shooting stuff he does, but no shooting, no no I mean no shooting period. But um, but yeah, I think Devin Booker has also got a good case because I think like when you look at Booker versus Ingram, you can go okay, well you're on similar teams, you know nineteen twenty nine versus twenty twenty seven. Booker looks better pretty much across the board, so why isn't he in? And you know John Moran, not many rookies make it, so sorry man, but he's gonna be on these lists for a long time, so. Probably doesn't have too much to sweat, but but yeah, I think that that debate's interesting. But other than that, yeah, man, these these are all pretty solid. Again, when you start getting into the second and third tier <clears> players, <throat> it's going to be a lot less cut and dry than the starters. Just like you know, with the college football playoff or something, the more you go down the rabbit hole, the more gray it all looks. So I think they did a pretty good job all in all. But yeah, you could you could make some serious cases for you know two of these guys to get swapped in or out. All right, guys, moving on from the reserves, let's take a minute to discuss the format of the game itself. The NBA routinely tries to shake up the All-Star game and keep it meaningful and competitive. This year, Team LeBron and Team Giannis will play three quarters as usual, with the winner of each quarter donating money to Chicago-based charities. Then for the fourth quarter, in honor of Kobe Bryant, 24 points will be added to the highest score between the teams, and then an untimed quarter will be played to that target score. So, for example, if the score is 195, 124, Going into the fourth quarter will be your final score for target without the clock on. First team to the score wins. So on a scale of one to ten, how much do you like this new format, Jay? Oh God, I I, I can't front with you. This is like the first time I've like actually thought about that one to ten. So I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna just go ahead and throw a number out there and give you a quick five because I'm a little bit most for the most part indifferent on this. Uh, as far as All Star Weekend. Uh, the most exciting event to me is a three-point shootout. 
So, but let's look at the, listen, I think for, probably for that reason, the front office, you know, they got to come out with a little bit, try to put some extra juice into this game and mix things up and see what works. Um, so I, I like that they trying something different. Uh, I will say like starting the first three quarters off at zero when, when it's all said and done, you're just going to add the scores up and it's going to, whatever you score through the first three quarters, you're just going to add them up and that's going to be the score going into the fourth quarter. I don't really understand why we're resetting the score at zero every quarter. I will say that. Uh, that the ch- that's not really what they're doing. It, it's each quarter, the winner of that specific quarter, the charity gets donated to. But the first three quarters are going to be played like a regular game. It's, it is confusing. It, it is really confusing how they write it. But I believe the intention is to play three quarters. But within, like, you know how, like, in the end of the first quarter, it could be 29-27? Right. With 29, that, that their charity gets money donated to it. But then after three quarters, they have a score. And then that score, the highest team score, so let's say after three quarters is 195. That's what I got. 24 becomes Yeah, the, I got yeah. you. What, what I'm saying is that 195, so those 100 points and those 95 points, you got them from the first three quarters, right? Correct, right. Okay, that, yeah, that's my only point. I get the charity aspect of it. And, and right, okay, what, okay, I got you. Yeah, I, I get the charity aspect of it, and, that, and that, that's fine. That's a good point. Um, hopefully that will motivate players. I, I hope it will. The, the cynic in me, I got to be real with you, the cynic in me says, I mean, am I, am I really going to sell out? for this loose ball or take this charge or anything like that for the charities. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope, I hope they will, but I don't know. Uh, of course we get into the, the Kobe Bryant aspect of it. Uh, I, I don't know if this is the best way to honor Kobe Bryant in this aspect, but listen, it, the NBA is trying to do something that some, is there a bit of emotion in this decision probably? And it's not a bad idea. If you're going to, if you're going to do this through the first three quarters and have your target score add 24 to who's ever winning. And that's the score for who wins. I am going to say this, the the fourth quarter is probably going to be real short. It's not going to be no 12 minutes. If you only need 24 points, the way these, uh, the way defense is going to be played. So going to be a, going to be a young sprint to the finish. Uh, all in all, though, I mean, look, I, I'm up here sitting as a sports commentator on this great podcast we got going here, and I'm not even all – the All-Star game isn't even something, like, I pay that much attention to. It's just not – I don't – it's not basketball to me. It's just – it's just a highlight. Everybody out there trying to create their own personal highlight reel. So with that being said – if I'm not really looking forward to it, then I got to look at just casual fans. They probably don't have the greatest interest in it either, which goes back to the NBA, the motivation to try new things and make this more interesting. So with the, that being said, I'm going to give them a five. We'll see how it works. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I give them a six just for, you know, trying to spice it up a little bit, you know, give us something to think about, but. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a I'm a little lost in the sauce on this one. Um, I just I don't know. It's one of those things. I'll be honest with you. I need to see it get done out, and it might be a fantastic product once they're done. But I gotta see this in action because I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, it's cool, it's COVID, but then what happens next year? You know, like they're gonna make up a magic number to try this again. So it won't be 24 next year. It'll be, 
hey, who retiring? We're going to use that number. Like, I don't, like, it's just, I got it. They're doing this to honor COVID, but then, all right, now you're changing the all-star game to honor COVID, where COVID ain't going to die more than once. So now we're going to, like, change this and, like, what are you going to do next year? I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like it was a better way to represent them. I'm, I'm a big believer in if, if you want to really, like, you want to do the charity aspect, okay, I got it. Honestly, I'm I'm one of them guys, like, this is what I like what the Lakers did. They put COVID name on the court. Now his name is on the court. Make the trophy, at, name the trophy at the COVID. Dude, I'm, I'm like, I like that type of stuff. Like, that's going to show some longevity to his name. Whereas, okay, this game is going to be cool. And then after this game, then what? Right, so you know, like I say, they, they, they trying, they trying to spice it up. They showing memory to Kobe and Gianna, and and that's fine. Just I, I just don't understand the longevity of this whole decision. It might be a good product. I just have to shut my mouth, sit back, and watch and see how it turns out. Well, it may not be the only nod to Kobe, and I doubt it will be. I'm sure there's going to be other plans. I think there's been talk of jersey numbers uh, being changed for the game. One team, I think, is supposed to wear uh, two, and the other one is supposed to wear uh, 24 or something for his daughter and him. There's other. There's going to be other things. Like, we know that's not going to be the only thing. I think the 24 was just, instead of just drawing a number out of a hat, they said, hey, 24, that's a number that's reasonably scored in a quarter of basketball. So, yeah, and what I it yeah. probably wasn't going to be eight points. That's right, it ain't going to be eight. Short. I mean, if Jay Crowder retires, we're somewhere in trouble. Ninety-nine over there, but um, <laughs> you know. So, like, I, what I do appreciate the NBA does is they they try to shake this up every year. And I know the NFL kind of has the Pro Bowl, but it ain't, like, it ain't really the same. Um, I, I've always thought that All Star games and professional sports should kind of do what baseball used to do and actually have an incentive that was a real tangible incentive. Baseball tried, they it kind of missed the mark, they pulled it back, and but I like that having some real thing because that's really going to motivate these guys to actually play for it versus just ah well we're out here having fun. But again, maybe it's something for the fans. I like that they've you know remember the last couple of years they started the team captain thing. Now we've got them. It's not just East West. It's now the guys get to pick teams. You see players that never play together. They get to play together that, that that kind of stuff's fun you know it's um because like if it was this year oh lebron and ad are gonna play together that's that's novel and interesting like we haven't seen that one yet but now it could be lebron and you know someone from the east that we haven't seen it's like oh that's cool so i appreciate the effort and what i do like about it is you go into the fourth quarter of this game the clock's off there's no running the clock out and one team's just dribbling and whatever like it's gonna the game's going to end on a shot or a free throw or something exciting like that um, and it's going to give a, it's going to be a little different dynamic than what you typically see in, in a game, especially in late in the game. So I, I like that. I like the charity aspect of it. Um, it. It's Chicago based and they're trying to like, you know, put roots down in these cities and really kind of be a little more close to the cities they're playing in. So there's, there, there is a lot to like. I agree. I don't think it's quite there yet. It's not super exciting. I think the dunk contest and the three point shootout are better still. But um, I appreciate the effort, and hey, this it could be fun. We'll see how it plays out because this is going to be new. And I think hey, next year they'll they'll try something different. I like the flexibility. I like how it stays open to new ideas. So we'll see how it goes. It could be a lot of fun. Well, guys, for the All Star set, let's have a little fun. LeBron and Giannis are going to draft their team for the All Star game on February sixth. We here at a drink of wisdom. We're going to do it a little early. Jay and Drink are going to draft their own all-star teams. Drink's going to start with LeBron in the first pick of the starters, and Jay has Giannis in the first pick of the reserves. So, Drink. 
with the first pick of the 2020 Drink of Wisdom All-Star Draft. What do you got? Um, well, with the first pick, Team LeBron, better known as Team Drink, we're going to go with, um, and you know me, I'm all about the politics and the optics, so, you know, I got to pick my, my teammate AD first, you know, can't go without picking AD first. All no, right, no, some Davis. No surprise there. Controlling the narrative, hot off the top. <laughs> Over here at Team Wisdom, we're going to take the best two-way player in the game. We're going to take Kawhi Leonard out there from the next building, from the same building, different uniform. Same building down the street. <laughs> conference, right. hot early by Western Conference stock. All right, wait. All right, we're going to take the guy that revolutionized the game with free throws. We're going to go with James Harden on him. Take on that Western Conference All-Star squad. Yeah, yep. I'm going to preface this next pick just by saying this is health, because we know Luka's out for a little bit with a right ankle spray, but, of course, assuming he comes back, I'm taking the young gun out of Slovenia, Luka Doncic. Man, big day for Luca going to Team Wisdom. Western Conference right. is already done. Yep. <laughs> so, but but so by default, uh, I'm gonna take uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take um, my guy Cardiac Kimba well, Kimba like Walker it. with the next pick. Nice pick there. All right. Mm. Surprise me on that one. I thought. I was almost thought I was. I knew where you was going next, but they yeah, thought he went, could trade you, down and still get him. Yeah, you you went you went backward on me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna get me a little Philadelphia on here. I'm gonna get the big man Joel Embiid. Gosh, Giannis, all Joel right, all on the same team. Cool. Which uh, leaves me with Pascal Siakam. Okay, going for the Raptors. Man, whose charts only up. Like it. Uh, yep, makes sense. Probably didn't want Trey and Kim on the same team for just size reasons, so I'll take like, Trey. Like you don't have to. All right, <laughs> that's the starters out of the way. So Jay, you got Trey Young, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Luca, and Kawhi Leonard. Drink's got front uh, front quarter Kimball Walker, James Harden, and then uh, LeBron, AD, and Siakam. Pretty interesting, gentlemen. So, move to the reserves, and Jay, that's going to be your pick first. Oh, well, you know, it's an all-star game, so this this guy was made for all-star games. Give me Russell Westbrook. Mm. Well, let me tell you something, baby. I'm going I'm to take my guy down there, Mr. I Hate Young Players himself, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I thought it was going to be CP3. You play to win now, ain't you? <laughs> you got a little sauce on that, baby. Yeah. I, like, I like that. Jimmy was going to be my next one. Mm. Stolen from you. Well, I like the I like the size I got with Embiid and Giannis. So I think I can hold off on taking more front court guys. So give me give – me, Mr. Big Shot himself, Dame Lillard, Dame Time. Like mm. this little pick there. 
all right, you know, I got to take this guy. I was high on him before the season. I'm still high on him. Let me get Jason Tatum. Young and the old here. I like it here. I like it, drink. Mm-hmm. Ooh, getting down to the nitty-gritty now. Some good stuff out here still. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting just, just a little bit watered down, like we said. I, it's, it's, yeah, I, I think you should go ahead and get Gobert and just have all three of these tails. <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't know what Drake's going to do. I think he's going to forfeit. I, I, I ain't going to take... I ain't gonna take Gobert. Well, I will take my first uh, front court guy off the bench. I'll take the Joker. I like it. All right, all right. So that leads me with I am gonna get me some shooting now, and I'm gonna take Mister uh, Forty Fifty Ninety. I'll take Chris Middleton. Mm, all right, paying the man some respect. Value pick right there. Lots of value. Let's see what we got. You want Ben Simmons for your shooting help? <laughs> <laughs> he has like two threes. I mean, yeah. And for like, hey, look, uh, yeah, for num first number one overall pick, that ain't gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I already got one Philly guy. I know, I know Simmons and Embiid play on the same team, but we can tell they they play better without each other. So I'm gonna pass on him too. All right, give me the young gun from Utah, Donovan Mitchell. Like it. I hope you get the uh, oh, Donovan yeah, Mitchell we didn't see last night. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need might need more than four points in this game. Yeah, that one, you're in trouble. All right, well, shoot. When all else fails, I got to go with the instinct. So I'm going to go with what I know. Since I think I'm LeBron James, let me go ahead and get my banana boat brother on there, Chris Paul. I ain't going to veto the pick, but, you know, a lot of what, it's, it's, you already got a couple Lakers and Chris, you know, we know, we know how that goes. You remember the Chris Paul oh, Lakers Oh, trade? that, I like, oh, I like that. <laughs> you have, oh, yeah, you went off my head at first. I like that. You like that? I like that. Yeah. We got, we got six guys left. Three each remaining. Wait, you said we got how many guys left? Three each. Um, go. Mm. Man, give me Bam. Give me Bam out of bio. Mm, look at him. Look at this. Ain't this something? Um, <laughs> we ignoring people on purpose now. <laughs> you ain't gonna make. You ain't gonna make me take him. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Hey, let me tell you something. Like I said, when I ain't, when I can't do anything else, I'm gonna go with what I know. And hey, at least I done played with this guy one time. Go ahead, give me Brandon Ingram for one time. Gosh, just making all, all Lakers team. I like it. That's how we do it, baby. I ain't voting, man. Well, you know what? You know what? Just just in case there's an ounce of rim protection. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, hey, hold on, hold on now. Hey, I'm getting robbed over here. Hey, what what color Brandon Ingram is? Hey, hey, hey! What color Brandon Ingram oh, is? Oh yeah! Hey, come on, oh, come on, Commiss. Oh, oh no! Come on, Commiss. Oh, yeah, we got. We, yeah, 
we're, we're messing it up over here. <laughs> I got excited about veto. I thought I had veto powers. My bad. Let's yeah. switch that back. The graphics department taking a hit on that one. <laughs> all, all one of you. <laughs> Again, as I was saying, if there's an ounce of rim protection needed in this game, I think I'll take it. I'll take Rudy Gobert. Right. Uh, well, um, somehow this guy keeps slipping and sliding his way into this game, so I think I'm going to take old Bar Soap, Kyle Lowry himself. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to be the last pick. <laughs> slide in. I thought you was going to let Bar Soap slide in as a last pick. Uh, I, I mean, Lisa can make a shot. Bonus. Still on the, he's still sitting there with his with his kickball jersey on in high school. Last pick. Second last. Oh, dang. I literally wrote down Bar of Soap instead of Kyle Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I already said I can't pick him due to already having Joel Embiid, so give me some bonus. The right. Montez Sabonis. All right. Oh, I guess, I guess, yep. I mean, I'll take Ben Simmons, you know. LeBron and Ben Simmons got a relationship. And, you know, I get, I can tell they know each other because they shoot free throws the same way. Horrible. So, hey, <laughs> let's roll. You can just they can just pull out the old hack and shack on your guys and you'd you be, you be in a little bit of trouble with some of these dudes. All right, yeah, let's hear from the judge and jury hey. who's got the edge. Oh, gosh. Oh, put me on the spot. I kind of said I was going to be on the spot. I don't know, man. These are some good teams. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got it. I got, I got about the whole Western Conference, so I win, right? I what? Think that's, you know? No, I got. Uh, first <laughs> of all, I got the, the the smoking guns in the Western Conference over here. These the go getters here. <laughs> hey, he's well. Well, Jay took more of the. He took more of the Western reserves. And you, you took more I sure of the did. starters. <laughs> Yeah, Drink, Drink took all his starters from the West, and he went to East for his reserves. <laughs> Pretty interesting. I like it. It's a little, little different. Um, man, I got to say, I don't know. I think I like Jay's squad. I think I like uh, the protection. I probably, hey, but, hey, There's I so many arms. But I probably got, arms. Yeah, I, but I, I picked too much defense, which means I'm probably going to lose because it's an all-star game. Yeah, like, th- there's <laughs> there's so much defense on this team. It's nonsense. Like, you got. I mean, imagine like the size with like Luca and Kawhi and Giannis and Embiid. Like, holy crap! And Jokic <laughs> and Gobert like, and Ingram. Yeah, like everyone's six <laughs> ten. Like, oh my god! But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Drake think you got enough shooting to offset that? I do. I got the free throw master, James Harden. He makes up yeah. fools. I got. I, I. I got LeBron James. He can flop around, and you know he, he can pick up some fouls, and he's gonna get some free ones. LeBron James is the only dude on this list that get away with taking thirty-two steps and don't get called for traveling. Then I got, I got AD. All right, fresh off whatever rest he's gonna be on. All right, fresh off. Look, I got Kim Walker. Happy to be in another city other than Charlotte. Look, like, like, come on, man. Pascal, look, Pascal Siakam, fresh off the new contract. Still shining up the ring, and I get to pair him with Bar Soap. You know what I'm saying? His, his teammate, young That's Bar right. Soap over here, right? Got some Madden chemistry going on. All right. Like <laughs> yeah, and like then, hey, look. You got a beam team in the All Star game. How you yeah, do that? He did. The, yeah, he got all the Lakers because he got the Lakers that wanted to be Lakers, Lakers that were Lakers, and current Lakers. I mean that that's 
Ooh, that's a good point. I don't know. And then check this out. Check this out. I got the two players that's on this list that played on both both guys played on teams that we didn't expect much from that's playing a lot better than expected. Chris Paul and Jimmy Butler. I'll let you boy. Well, I, I got I got Luca. We didn't expect that much from Dallas, did we? All right, who else you got? <laughs> Kawhi Lillard. Westbrook. The Joker. No, no, no. There was dudes we expected to do something. You better stop it. I'm talking about who else you got that we weren't expected to do nothing. Trey Young. His <laughs> <laughs> team still ain't doing shit. This story ain't. Hey, I thought that didn't matter. Now it matters. What happened? <laughs> for the, oh, hey, for a, the sake, for the sake of this argument, this is a moving target. Ah, I see. I see the goal poster. The goal poster going over the horizon in the distance. I see them. Lee. Oh, I think, yeah, I think, I think I got to give it to Jay just because everyone he drafts is like 6'10", so like. Yo, hey, hey, coming back to talking about free throws, they want to like spice up the all-star game. What about taking out free throws and just having guys call their own fouls? (laughs) I mean, get the free free throws out of here. That just bothers the game. They have to throw James Harden and LeBron James out of the building. In all fairness, in all fairness, though, Jay do got a couple of players that might not make it to the game. Embiid might not make it. Kawhi Leonard gonna be on low management. That's true. I turn we turn injuries. <laughs> hey, we turn injuries off of this, right? <laughs> turn <laughs> injuries <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Quick, those are off. Never mind. I did not take health into consideration. So yeah, so so MJ squad can get from the hospital to the game. Yeah. We he's probably got it. he's probably got it. But if Drake just gets his squad there, he might win by default. So I'll hey. Like I should have I should have picked KD too. Oh, the ultimate! He still talk, he still dropped like thirty. You, you could have just took the biggest All Star stuff, Taco Fall, and added to your size. But hey, oh, okay. That's, okay. here we go. Here we go. Let's, you got to close out the go. segment now. You can add Let's go. Yeah, yes. we're, we're done. We're done. All right, guys. I'm gonna finish off with some rapid reaction. A lot of topics, a little bit of time. Take it away, drink. Oh yeah. Mavericks All-Star Luka Doncic re-injured his right ankle in practice yesterday and will miss the next six games. Your reaction? I hope he heals up. I really need him for that All-Star <laughs> team I just drafted. In appearance on ESPN's Get Up, quarterback Baker Mayfield said, let's be honest, I put my foot in my mouth a lot this year. I'm going to internalize that. Drink, do you believe him? I, it depends on the head coach. If the head coach got some cojones to tell him to sit down and shut his mouth, and focus on being the quarterback of an NFL team because there's only 32 of them, and you one of them, and you just need to sit down and do your job, then yeah. But if you got another clown show like Freddie Kitchen, that Pittsburgh started his shirt, nah, we more the same, more the same. Longtime outfielder Curtis Grandison has announced his retirement after 16 big league seasons. How will you remember him? One of the more unique players of his time, nowadays you see a lot of leadoff hitters that hit for a lot of power. Granderson was one of those guys that uh, he didn't start that trend, but he was a leadoff hitter that could hit for could get you 30 home runs a year. So one of the more unique players kind of before his time. Miami Hurricanes legend and Pro Football Hall of Famer Ed Reed is returning to his alma mater and will serve as chief of staff for the Hurricane football program. What you think about that? I think it's a good move. I think it's a wild factor and and – it's smart to make him the chief of staff. I never even heard of that. But I think it's smart to put him in that 
area. So you, he's not worried about recruiting as much. He's just worried about being the face of the, the uh, program. So, you know, people are, oh, this Ed Reed, like, you know. So I, I think you can capitalize on his name and his likeness right now as far as that aspect. So I think it's a good move. Chiefs wide receiver Sammy Watkins said he may sit out of the sit out of the 2020 if the Chiefs wins the Super Bowl to wins the Super Bowl and he might rest up and chill. You on board with that train of thought? Oh, this is a load of nonsense. What are you talking about? Rest up. The dude ain't played a 16 game season since his rookie season, so you got time to chill out during the season with with that pace. In addition to starting their first All-Star games, Luka Doncic and Trey Young headlined the annual Rising Stars game at NBA All-Star Weekend. Does this excite you? Um, yeah, I, I like the Rising Star game. I like the fact that these two young studs haven't, like, they're not, you know, getting to the fact of, they're like, hey, well, we're in the All-Star game, so bump this. We're too good for this game. I, I do like the fact that they're willing to play it. Um, if they didn't play it, I wouldn't be overly mad either, but I, I do like the fact that they're going to play in this game. Bring a little more excitement. And like, like we said earlier, the more excitement you can bring, bring it on because this weekend kind of needed for certain events. On Wednesday, we told you that the, the Padres was in active trade talks with the Red Sox for Mookie Betts. Now, we are, we are pleased to tell you that the Dodgers had also in trade talks for the 2018 American League MVP. Are you surprised Boston playing the trade match? Yes, I'm still mind blown. The guy was, you just told us, 2018 American League MVP. Over the last four seasons, his wins above <clears throat> replacement is only behind Mike Trout, which is the main metric for determining most valuable players. So, yeah, I'm still shocked. Whoever he, If he's away from Boston, I, I'm surprised, and I think it's a bad move by the Red Sox. After nine seasons, the Panthers and tight end Greg Olson have mutually agreed to part ways. Olsen says he's still interested in playing, so which teams should sign him? Well, I'll tell you right off the, the top of my head, I'm thinking maybe the Patriots, you know, they can use a tight end. They've been struggling. Um, we have to see how the offseason play out and see, if you know, what moves team makes. But if I had to answer that question right now, I'd say the Patriots. Ron Fitzpatrick has decided against retirement and will return for his 16th NFL season. Good choice. I like it. Let Fitzpatrick play, draft Tua, and Tua sits behind him for a year. I love it. Last one, Blazers and Lakers tonight from the Staples Center. You got the Lakers, right? I love a guy that knows his stuff, baby. You know I got the Lakers. Purple and gold can't be on the, on the floor. All that good stuff. How that, man? That's that wisdom they came for. And that does conclude today's Drink of Wisdom. I'm Cody Ward. I'm Jay Wise. And I'm Nathan Drinking, and remember, make tomorrow better than today, and make today better than yesterday. And you know what we gonna do, baby? We gonna holler at you until next time.